Episode 121. I've been looking forward to this. Episode 121 of the Carry the Culture Show. We got a legendary brother on the show for the second time. Queens get the money. Fucking yes, yes, sir. Executioners, X Men, legendary, <laughs> legendary. It's good, good living le <laughs> legends. I'm saying I'm, I fuck with living legends, man. Uh, Mr. Sinister, thank you very much for coming through again. Appreciate yes, you. Thank you for having me again. Yeah, uh, you're a good dude. I like you, man. You just look like a nice, good, nice dude. Like you're a nice dude, yo. You know what I'm saying? And I, I just, I think I'm, I'm just totally off, off the cup here. Like, I just like dealing with you as a person. And I, I you know, what I'm you. saying, you know, thank you. It's just you're easy, and you're mm -hmm. just a regular. I mean, in terms of just nice guy. So I, I appreciate that shit. As I get older, I really appreciate that shit much more. You know what I mean? <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I appreciate, appreciate you. Being a dope DJ, I mean, like, you're, just a, you're a nice person. So that's important. So it's, it's you know what I mean? Um, so everybody, we got, a, we, got, we got a fun show. We're going to chop it up for a few minutes. And then we got a live set. He's going to rock out for a few, few minutes with the the room room audio, we're gonna do it MacGyver style, you know what I'm saying? This is we we both like shit taking it back to the park. So um so we're gonna get we're gonna get into it. So um everybody if you have questions right now, you can put it use the questions feature. Um and then we'll see if we can pull them up. But so we're gonna chop it up for, for a few minutes and then we're gonna jump into the set. Cause I have some stuff to, um we didn't cover the first time. So you're from Queens, right? That's correct. Yeah. Corona? Queens, Queens born and raised. Corona? <laughs> Yep, Corona, East Elmhurst. Okay. Same thing. It's like switched up. <laughs> okay, so then, okay, so take me, I always like when, you know, everybody, New York is so big and so vast and so much, everybody's got a different experience. So I always like to know, like, what's your Queen's experience? Because I know that, like, you know I mean? G-Rap's from Corona, Beat Nuts are from Corona. Yep. Um, and Elmhurst, that's Herbie. And, and, you know, so, like, what was your shit coming up? Wow. My city, yo, there was so much stuff, man. I, yo, there's like so much stuff back in the days when I was growing up. Like, of course, what you mentioned, like, we had Eric B, we had Rakim, uh, we had G-Rap, uh, we had, of course, the B-Nuts, we had uh, Vic, got a lot of dope producers out there, uh, CD Cuban. The, the whole environment where I was at was just like musical. Like, um, I remember like going to a diner, there's a diner, anybody from Queens is there, there's a diner over there called the Buccaneer, it was right the block from my grandmother's. And this diner was like epic. And like everybody went there. Like every time like the artists came in, came in, you'd always see Salt and Pepper pull up in there, you see Eric and Rakim pull up in there, you see the MC Light pull up in there, even people from Brooklyn was coming through there. And it was that was just like the hub in Queens. It was directly up the block from my crib. So they all used to come up there and chill out and you know I was a kid coming up so I used to walk by there and just see all of them see all of this stuff and it was like mesmerizing for me at this time man because my area was like a hub full of music and full of stars and hip-hop people that came through and we all seen this as he was coming up and the environment was great so that's the environment that I was around in Queens and that that was the whole experience you know like that's what got me into it like just watching all of that stuff and all the people that came out of the neighborhood that were around and the energy that was going on, you know? So that that's what that's what I got out of it, my experience from being in my neighborhood. That's always Queens all day for me. <laughs> being there, yo, and that's it's crazy because that's exactly what Kwame said about being mm -hmm. in the same area. Like yes. he said, like 
he said you couldn't help but but just be a part of this shit like because it was just right. everywhere around you at that time he's on hers that whole area like he was like you know and it's funny man because since you're the second person that's really telling me that you yeah. know like you know when we talk brooklyn and when we talk queens really you know we talk queensbridge a lot you mm -hmm. know what i mean but that area is whoo heavy <laughs> <laughs> it was like a hub. It was like a big hub of 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 artists, man. And and you know anybody from that area can tell you, man. It was just like a a hub of things going on. So much was going on at that time, and it was all music, b boys, uh, b boxes. It was just everything was in that uh, particular area. Big shout out to Kwame because I forgot to mention him. Because I used to actually go to Kwame's house. He used to live blocks away from me and he's the first one that I went to his house and like sort of turntable set up and all that stuff so big shouts to him too what you mentioned him because I left him out and he's a big part of my history wait well expand on that for a second so like I mean I, I need to hear that like I didn't we, like tell me a little bit yeah so uh my my cousins used to come into town and my uncle he owned a house on I lived on 94th Street and 30th Avenue that's like uh, three blocks, four blocks, literally from LaGuardia Airport, but up on 97th Street, which is now Malcolm X uh, Way on 23rd Avenue, my uncle had a house, and when my cousins used to come into town, I used to go. I used to walk over there, and Kwame lived like three houses down from where my cousins were, where my uncle used to live, so every time I used to walk by there, I used to see him, and he'd be like, yo, what's up? He'd say, what's up? And I'd be like, what's up? And then I kept seeing him there all the time. So one day when I was at my cousin's house, he was like, yo, you know, I got the stuff in my house. I'm like, what are you talking about? So I got the equipment in my house. I'm like, word? He's like, yo, you want to come through? There's like a little tiny house, and I always walk past it. And I walked into his house, and this is at the time he, uh, maybe I would, maybe say the rhythm was out. Okay. It was probably out a little bit, a little bit after that. And I was just psyched to go to his house, like, and I went in there, and he had these uh, turntables set up, and he was DJing, and I'm sitting up there like, wow, I didn't know you got down like that. Like, I'm just up there watching him, like, so that was the starting of me knowing him, and just that he was even in that neighborhood. And, of course, he introduced me to all the other people I was around there, like, I started seeing Herbie, uh, Herbie Lovebug, I started seeing him, and... I started seeing uh, Saw and Pepper and all of them around that area. And that's these are the days of the Jettas and stuff like that. Where the Jetta was like the, 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 the illest car to have. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> the Jetta. Everybody had the Jettas back in there. And those like the, the style cars and the Chevy BMWs, the, M, the M3s. Those are the, the style of the cars. And that's what I was around. So that's, you know, how I got to see all of that stuff, you know? Yeah, and the, the crazy thing about him I mean, I'll, you may have already noticed that. So, like, mm -hmm. you know, you kind of, you saw his equipment and stuff, but he had, he had told me when he, when he was on the show that he mm -hmm. was like, he was stealing, he was going to Herbie's house. Yeah. Every time he went on, to, went out, he would break into Herbie's house, use his shit, and learn. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, this this must have been before that. Yeah. He must he must have found smart and dumb. Herbie Herbie must have told him, "Yo, you gotta get your own set, man." Yeah. So, <laughs> early quality stuff. So this is how how he got you know he got hip to it, and then it's funny like, and I'm saying you you you're coming along. So yes. um No, that's it's and it's crazy how everything is 
so interconnected in, in hip hop, you know, with, with all these stories, man. I never would have. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like he he was label mates with uh MC Breed and they like and they he, they was homies and shit. So it's yes. like you know while you know what I mean. Um, yeah, it's all about how things interconnect, man. Right. Yo, so I had a question about the, the battle with the scratch pickles. Like, how did that initially come about? Was that on some like? Because I know in you know from the b boy element of things, shit usually comes about because of some type of beef and MC and it yeah. comes about. Well, from what I remember, I think we were uh, we were at a we were at a spot, and Cuban and them were actually in town, I think. And Crazy Legs, big shouts to him. He's the one that actually was sitting down, and we were all cool with each other, so we we were cool, and we have been to Cali plenty of times, and we've uh, got on over there at their spots, and. Dave came over here. So one day we were just sitting down and, and they were in town. We all were sitting out eating and it was like a big rock steady thing. And Crazy Legs was just mentioned this like, yo, you know, it'll be kind of crazy if y'all guys battled. And that was the initiation of what started this. And we were like, what are you crazy? Like, we were like, nah, we wouldn't battle each other. We were all cool with each other. And he was like, no, I'm serious, man. You guys should battle. That, that'd be a great battle. I think I would love to see that. And I think. A lot of other people would love to see that. And we were, we didn't even take it seriously. And then Alex Aquino, who was the Invisible Scratch Pickles manager at the time, <clears throat> was like, yo, I can make that happen. Like, we can make that seriously happen. And uh, next thing you know, we all agreed to it. And we were like, yo, okay, we, we can do this. And it was kind of like a friendly competition. And we were like, yeah, we were going to do this. And it ended up being us really rehearsing and uh, going hard, and they were on the other side rehearsing because we were, like, really emotional about this. Like, we were like, wow, we, we really want to do this. And we weren't. We knew that they were good, and they knew that we were good. So every both crews just sat up and really started practicing hard to the point to where when they got to the battle, when they got to the place, we did the twilight, they were like, yo, I mean, did you see what they had? They were asking people that knew us, like, what do they have? Like, what do they got? You know, did you see what they got? Like, we were like, what do they have? We didn't, we didn't know. So we, it kind of like was a serious, friendly competition between us, but we were like taking it really seriously. So Crazy Legs is the one that initiated that whole oh, wow. thing. Like, he was like, yo, y'all gonna battle. And then Alex Aquino was the one that got it, like, went and got it done with the venues and stuff. And it ended up being this uh, epic battle. You know, so uh, dope. That's one for that's one for the ages, man. You know what I'm saying? That's part of that's part of the culture, and that's that's an importance. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. That's the timeline of shit. Like it's like, yes. do you remember when? That's a do you yes. remember? You know what I mean? So, so yo, did you guys have beef with other crews on some DJ shit? Like like as if it was a or or how? What is it like in that in that in that arena? And that, well, <clears throat> we, you know, Big Shots and Superman, we, <clears throat> the reason why the X-Men were formed is because, right. of course, everybody knows there was a crew called the Superman, which is Clark Kent's crew. Yep. And at that time, they were dominating the, the, the DJ scene. And <clears throat> it was Richie Rich, Scratch, they were all in competitions. They were like on wax. And they, their name was all over the place. And we were like, you know what? We think we can burn these guys. And... So we named ourselves the X-Men because they were the Superman. So we were like, all right, 
We're going to X these guys out. This is how the X-Men name came out. We're going to X these guys out. So we're the X-Men, and they're the Superman. So we had a little rivalry beef with them for a little bit. We, it was all about taking out the man on top. That's, what, what, that's the attitude it was back then. Like, these guys are on top. We feel like we're the underdogs. We feel like we're better. So we're going to go after them. And we had a little beef with them at one point. And we were all, we all knew each other, but we had some friendly beef with them. We never really had beef with other crews, like no other people. It was pretty much, it was pretty much for us, it was pretty much with them. And it got to the point when we even did our album, we kind of took shots at them. Like if you hear um, of the Cypher on the Express's album, you hear uh, my man Pliz goes, winning the wheels of steel, this friction, mutation. Then he says a lie. He goes, you know, you, um, you say you scratch super, man. I, I don't understand. It's like kryptonite hits your clan. So he was like throwing like little jabs at them. And, and, and we were throwing jabs at them through the MCs. And we were, we were at Tramps, and a lot of people were coming up to us like, yo, yo, what, what did you mean by that line? Like, yo, it was like crazy. Like, we, we were just doing it out of fun, but people were coming up to us like, yo, what the hell did you mean by that line? You, are you dissing us? Like, it was kind of like that environment for in, in the beginning. And then after a while, it kind of panned out. But it, it was going on for a little bit when we were running into each other, and we had words. I remember Rob used to have words with a, a scrap guy. Not scratch, Richie Rich. Yeah, words of Richie Rich and Clark at that time. You know, I was always a neutral guy. I never really, you know, tried to go. You know, of course, I was always down with my crew, the X. If it came down to it, it was just, I'm with, this is my squad. So, wherever, wherever way they going, that's the way I'm going because that's what it is. But we had words with them, running into them in places. We had a couple of words with them. But then, eventually, it all started to pan out, and we ended up all being cool after that. <laughs> now it's cool when like you can have a serious competition and, and then you know what I'm saying recognize real recognize real and then you know be straight after. It's it's, it's like that's that's grown man shit. So that's that's what's exactly. up. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, so that's that's dope and and, and I think hip hop personally I think hip hop needs more of that shit. Like you know what I mean as far like on a friendly Yeah. Personally, if you think about it, at that time when those things were going on, it was great when it was just like friendly competitions. It kind of like gave excitement to this game. If you think about it, like it gave a lot of excitement. People were wondering, like, who's going to answer what? Who's going to say what? Like, even on Wax, who, who, Modi is, is LL going to respond? And is Modi going to respond back to LL? Is KRS going to respond back to such and such? Is Shan going to respond to KRS? Like, it was all fun then because it kind of kept the excitement going in the hip-hop game, like friendly war, friendly beef. It, it kind of like stirs up a little bit of excitement and drama and it keeps people talking and keeps people like waiting to see what's going to happen. Like this is, the, this is what the, the culture is missing right now, like I, I think. Like it's, it's missing that, you know. Sometimes, I, like to be honest, I, I, this is the only place I'll say this, is that sometimes I, like I don't – battle anymore but sometimes i want to battle again like i'm like i want to like it's just i'm like it's, I, I sit in my house and go sometimes i wish somebody would fucking call me out <laughs> like i really wish this would happen like you know not saying i want it to happen sometimes i do like because it, it's friendly like and sometimes you you need that that kind of gives me a push like it that motivates me actually if somebody calls me out or somebody says yo 
I think I could burn sinister. I think I can do that. That would actually fuel me to just go and dig more, dig more into my shit. Like it wouldn't, it wouldn't make me be like, nah, I'm not gonna do it, or I'm above somebody. Fuck all that. Like I'm a DJ, and if a DJ calls me out, that's my platform to fucking step up and prove myself. And I will never step down for no battle. Like if somebody calls me, I'll always step to the plate, and, and I'll be studying somebody. So. It's kind of like, I'm not just going to sit there and go, okay, no. I'm going to do some homework on you first, and then I'll be like, all right, yeah. And then I'm going to figure out where I can get you at, <laughs> where I can get. It's, it's, it's fun. It's just, it, this, is, this is what, like you mentioned, this is what the game is missing. It's missing that, 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 uh, wild, that camaraderie, camaraderie, let me say it right, I'm like, so, camaraderie and rivalry, like, but a friendly competition type of thing, you know? No, nah, it is, man. It and, and still sharp and still like like you guys going into that battle knew you had to be on point like you know what i'm saying like yeah. you had to come you had to show and prove so it's like <laughs> so that's <laughs> you know and so no other choice no other no step your game up i mean like you mm -hmm. name some legendary battles and like you look at the bridge and then you look at the bridge is over yes like, classic points, like you know what i mean like and, yes you know, like, MC Light crushing Antoinette, like I mean, all these different things. Wow. You know? Yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? So I love those days, man. Those days are so great, man. I, I miss those days. I, it, it's just sometimes I wish I could bring myself back into a time machine and just stay there at the age I'm at now and just wish all that stuff was still going on because this is what uh, I feel birthed me and birthed birth the competitiveness in it, like just with the battles and all that stuff. This is what birthed it. I mean, you go you went into battles back then, it was competition. It's like you had cast was coming from all over the place and you had to be sharp. Like you you anything you did, you had to be sharp. It was either that or you got booed. These new crowds today, they're more political. I would say they they're more like humble and like, all right, well we're not gonna diss. Yo, then when you was coming up in like eighty the battles in 89, 90, 91, 92, if you wasn't good, you were getting booed straight the fuck up. The crowd did not care. They didn't have no care about lots of feelings. You were getting booed off the fucking stage. Like, if you didn't come with it. So it kind of pushed you to do a fucking set that was fucking amazing that you knew you were going to come out of there and make a fucking mark. You, you weren't going to get booed, and you weren't going to do that. You know, you were going to come there tight because you had to. If you, if you didn't come there tight, you was going to get booed, and nobody wants to get Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Those were the days, like you said, which we could go back to that. I mean, I don't fuck with the AI shit, but I, that'd be a dope thing to use it for. Like, if you yeah. use, that'd be some. <laughs> then, like, you know, 90s on the block, man. I don't know. Like, just take me back, man. But, but the thing is, I always say, you know, like, nobody can take that shit away from us, brother. Like, I, like, no. like, we got receipts. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And it was like, that's. Like I instantly go back there. Like I'm, I'm there all the time. I never left, yo. <laughs> I know. I never left, man. I, I got one pant leg up, one down. I, I'm still whatever. So, you know what I mean? The cross, the cross colors, the lottos. I, I'm still in that era. I never left, Averax era. You know what I mean? So, um, yo, so question before you before we you know, got a live set coming up from you, um. Odd couple. How did that come about? Because the funny thing is to me is a mm. Rob was just on last week for the second time. Mm. You're on that. Mm. Like, 
it's a perfect name because <laughs> it is. <laughs> like, I'm like, man, these dudes couldn't be more different. Like, <laughs> you like that, but I, but just based on mm -hmm. just you know, I put you a few times. I'm like, damn, like mm -hmm. these, you know. So how did that? Well, when me and Rob first got together, when we first got back, we hadn't been, you know, Rob was doing his thing with the, uh, he was he was with Ill and Sanity, and then he actually was starting to teach his classes, and I was doing some things over there. So we finally decided to get back together, and we were like, yo, you know, we haven't gotten together, but we decided to come back together, and we were like, we started doing these videos, uh, and that's what we really started doing was doing these videos. We had no name. Uh, and just we were going to go as executioners and was, people, of course, people knew who we were. But we started doing videos and they just started to go viral, just us practicing and doing that. So we were like, you know what? Maybe we have something here and we, we should uh, take this and start practicing doing shows. So we're trying to think of a name and Rob was like, yo, you know, <laughs> I think we should, uh, we should name ourselves the Odd Couple. And because of he was like, because it's kind of like we are, like, in, in reality, we're like that. Like, in, it's the same thing. It's, it, it makes sense because just how the TV show is, we're like that in reality. Rob is more of a anal guy. He's more of a, a, a perfectionist guy. He's more straight, narrow. I'm more of the out and around and anywhere type shit, more of, all right, I'm here. I'm, I want to go here. I'll go there. And in the, in the show, the Odd Couple, that's how I, that's how like Felix Unger and Oscar Madison are. Like Felix is like the conservative one, and he's always neat, and he's picking shit up off the floor. And Oscar's like the sloppy dude that throws shit all over the floor, and he doesn't care. So we were like, "Yo, this is a perfect name for us because it kind of fits our characters in reality, and even you know, on a TV show, it kind of fits that mold of what." They were, and that's exactly how we are. So we named ourselves that, and that's how that came about. And this, it absolutely just fit perfectly. And that's how it came about. It certainly seems like it fits. It's crazy. Like it's 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 crazy. But that's dope, though. That like that you know that it's like that, and that you, you know that's your it's your man, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> so you ready? Yeah, I'm gonna get. Being that you made me flip the phone, I gotta get Colleen in here, Sapphire, so she can hold the phone while I'm doing that. And I'm gonna make the sound as loud as you can. Miss Sapphire, oh, here she comes. Yeah, <laughs> she's covered in. Super dope. Can you, you you can see the you can see the, the tables and everything, right? Uh, wait. yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, you gonna okay? She's it. gonna hold it, right? Bam. DJ Sapphire on the can. <laughs> <laughs> she can see she's going like this. Okay. Got the new, uh, new. You can hear that? What's that? I give it a little rubber. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, so I'm gonna get busy for y'all for a little twelve minutes and give y'all a little something. Uh, thank you to everybody that's coming in. I can see y'all. See y'all too. Okay, tomorrow, you ready? Y'all ready? Let's go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Listen. <laughs> Man. What do you think? Listen. I, I, I'm not very, I'm not speeches very often. People on my page know that, and you know that. <laughs> I enjoyed doing that, man. It was a great, great workout for me tomorrow. I only do that for your show. You blessed us, man, and, and that, and like, yo, I can't thank you enough, man. I mean, like, you didn't have to do that. That was, you know what I mean? You could be like, no, I don't do that shit. On, you know, the it's not gonna come through clean. Da, 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 you know what I mean? But like. <laughs> it, it was it was, or, it was organic and I, I i you know we everybody on this page you know everybody that was in this and got the witness that was is very very appreciative and thank you very very much man like <laughs> thank you guys <laughs> but that 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 my, my neck hurts right now man. I'm like <laughs> i'm injured and shit i'm not the suit yet you know what i mean like <laughs> Flash. That's that's you know what I mean? Like no, seriously. Like thank you, thank you, thank you, man. That that's that's that that was a gift for, for everybody that was in here and, and, and to, to you know to, to see that and hear that and, and just you know have you be you and do you because that's yeah my, so you know there's someone uh, he posted he said he's he had a he said he had a baby he has a baby had a baby strapped on his chest and he was just dancing around. You know, yeah. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> motherfuckers said they're not going back to the job and shit. This is like, <laughs> <laughs> was done. He's like, fuck work. He's still here. So, <laughs> so yeah, we appreciate you. Before we let you go, man, uh, what, what you got going on right now, man? And what's, you know, what's, what's, what should we be looking for from you in the future? Oh, oh a lot of stuff, man. Um, thank you for asking that. Well, um, as you know, me and Rob have been doing the odd couple, odd couple stuff again. Big shouts to Rob. Uh, we actually have a show coming up in New York at uh, Beers Wax in Queens, the new location. Um, I'm pretty sure you guys know it. Uh, that's going to be on June 10th. Uh, we'll be there at 9 p.m., so we got that. And we're also going to be at this spot called uh, Landmark Bar and Kitchen. That's in Dallas. That's going to be on July 18th. And I think uh, the people that are doing it, uh, is a K O T S. It's like a balance. Battling somebody, or you just am I battling somebody? Yeah, are you guys battle. It, it made it seem like it's a battle, or or is it yeah, it, it, it actually is. It's it's a battle of the DJs. I don't I don't know exactly what to do. Well, I would tell you better, but I think I think there's they might be they might be promoting it like that because I've seen that too. I know there's us and a couple other DJs that are on the bill, so. Who knows? They might be doing that. It's, I think it's more like a showcase, but I think they're promoting it like that. Um, but that'll be kind of great. Again, that'll be really great if it is like, like that because that'll spark some, you know, little little competition thing going on in there, you know? Uh, so you yeah, so all right, what else? big shout to Dallas. Um, uh, big shout to Texas. We'll be there on the 18th. Big shout to all the DJs out there. Um, we also do, um, as you guys know, you know, we do... Uh, uh, me and me and a uh, Sapphire, we do the rewind show. Yep. If you guys tuned in, I'm pretty sure we do it every Sunday on B Minus Radio yeah. from yeah. 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Yeah. Eastern. Oh, Evil D. Uh, yeah, big shouts to Evil D and big shouts to Mr. Wall. Big shouts to B Minus as a whole. Um, great radio station, man. Big shouts to all the DJs on there. They've uh, we've they've given us a big platform to exercise our skill, um, exercise the level, and just let us 
be DJs and let us just do what we're doing and just doing it. So big shouts to Evil D, big shouts to Mr. Wall, big shouts to D-Minus Radio as a whole. And also I have my album coming up. It's being mastered right now. It's called Reborn. It's actually going to come out through Fat Beats. I don't have a release date as of yet, but be looking forward to that. Um, that's coming. It's in, it's in mastering right now. So um, keep stay posted on that. I would definitely have a release date. It's coming out through Fat Beats. And um, uh, that should be pretty great. I have 13 great songs, uh, great features. Big shouts to all the guys that um, helped me collaborate with the album that's, that are on the album. I got a shout out, uh, Ill Bill and Vinnie Paz. They're on my album. Big shouts to them. Big shouts to Dead Poets who uh, helped uh, with some of the production. They did one of the tracks. Big shouts to MDOT. Big shouts oh, to the Teb. You know, big shouts to Steve Cuban and uh, uh, Chadio. Big up Steve Cuban, so. G Way. As, as you were playing, that's one of the songs. Aton Noise, big shouts to him. So, you know, and Mike Hands, you know, big shouts to Mike Hands. Try to get everybody in there, you know. <laughs> of course. And everybody you forgot, of course. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah nah. Yes. Dope, man. You got a lot of things in the pipeline. Listen, you he, he, he said it because we got a lot of things going on, but listen, they got a show. Listen, fuck with my homegirl, DJ Sapphire. Listen, she is. Sick winner. She 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 doesn't want to be on camera, but I gotta show her. Hey. <laughs> we had her on the show. What up, what up How you doing? Salute, I was salute. trying to hold the camera. I'm I'm sore over here from holding the camera. So now <laughs> killing it and so they gotta show Beat Minus Radio. Um, you know what I'm saying? So check them out. Like, you know what I'm saying? So support the underground, support the real shit, man. And because Ooh. it's not, it's there's a lot of bullshit out there, but there's also a lot of dope shit as well. And everybody can put the put the shit out. So it's like you can put out your shit. So yes. support the shit. Like stop complaining about shit and support this dope show right here, right here. Facts. And, and we just had one of the best DJs in the motherfucking galaxy on do a live set for y'all for nothing. You know what I'm saying? So support. Thank you. Know you. But real quick before we get out of here, we got let's give you a little line, our lineup uh, next week. We're gonna have DJs. Next week we got uh, DJ Cut Nice, his brother. I think he's out of, out of you know. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm knowing already. All right. I'm knowing already. All right. <laughs> and we back up with our show, our monthly show with brother Jake from X Clan Constant Elevation. Beautiful. We got Domingo the following week. We got we got Queens get the money again. Nutso, uh, Nutso gonna be on the show. We got Scott Out Exec. Uh, and our Scott Free on the show. We got our man Eda Mad Assassin, West Coast Underground MC. So we, we packed it, packed it in, and we just had a fucking legend on me. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate you. <laughs> you know, see, my friends are legends. I appreciate you, man. I, 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 thank you again. It was an honor. And salute to everybody that was in the shit. And we'll get this up on the YouTube and all that. And uh, keep doing what you do, man. We appreciate you. You, you know what I'm saying? You are appreciated here. Your, your contributions haven't gone un, unnoticed, and thank we you. Support, we support you. Like this on some real shit. Like we said, you're a nice dude, yo. Like, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but whenever you be on the tables, you be looking like you about to kill somebody, yo. <laughs> you look like I'm like, like if I just you look like you got like bodies all over the place when you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you man thank, thank you. you very much for having me tomorrow again anybody that 
came in. I appreciate all of you guys. We do this for you. I do this for you, and I'm going to keep it going. Yeah, so we here, man, support you. So um, when let me know about the new album. You know what I'm saying? We'll try to give it some traction, and you know what I'm saying? And, and send, send it our way, and uh, keep doing what you do. Check them out Thank on you. radio, man. You know what I'm saying? They got a bunch of things going. Pick up DJ Sapphire on the, on the cam. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk soon, brother. Yes. God bless you. Peace and blessings to all. Bless you tomorrow. All right. Peace, family. Be good. Salute.